Man, it's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, August 9th, 2023, and this is season 10, episode 85. That's what we doing yeah that's what we doing <laughs> anyways so today yeah this is what we're talking about dysfunctional training that's the name of this episode here uh <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those uh what do you call it? kind of clickbait type titles i'm not actually talking about like you know dysfunctional training in the in the sense that like uh people are being dysfunctional i'm saying that what we're talking about are actual things that don't work for you when it pertains to your personal training or when it pertains to your uh, training yourself, personal training, or, you know, when you're training yourself to get stronger when you're in the gym or outside or however you train. <laughs> so yeah, there's a few things that, you know, kind of like, I don't want to say my pet peeves, but there's a few things I do see that a lot of people do uh, that are hinder, either hindering their success or, uh, you know, maybe even maybe uh, could be the cause of injury, maybe even death, and just generally not working for them in, in the respect that it's not motivating them in the way they would hope it would. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today in this dysfunctional training episode. <laughs> I think I coined that phrase, so uh, I'll have to throw a trademark on it when, as soon as we re release this episode. But anyways, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode out of the way. Season 10, episode 85. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Dysfunctional training. Let go. Listen, there's this thing called dysfunctional training. I, I might have just coined that my <laughs> that word uh, just now, uh, but there's a type of training that just does not work. And I'm not going to poo-poo any training style or whatnot. What I'm saying uh, when I say dysfunctional training, these are proven mistakes that people make in the gym that will not benefit in any way. All right. So I'm not poo-pooing any kind of uh, training method. You know, whether you want to uh, do virtual training, what you whether you want to do. Uh, Virtual reality training. I see that's a thing now is virtual reality training. I've uh, seen uh, people hooked up to these machines where they are running through a forest and hunting zombies and uh, they're on this treadmill that goes like 360. And I'm like, whoa, that looks pretty sweet, <laughs> at least in terms of cardio. Uh, maybe that'll be the future of uh, us fighting wars instead of fighting wars uh, with bombs and stuff. You just recruit your best uh, VR soldiers and whoever... Uh, <laughs> Whoever wins, right? That'd be pretty dope. I would love that. So if we can talk to our politicians or whatnot to, to fund that, to have uh, the, that as the commodity, whoever wins the VR wars, yeah, I'm down for that. In fact, I am down to train for that so I can be a VR soldier. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Anyway, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, dysfunctional training. So listen, 
there are things that you can do in a, in a gym that people probably wouldn't think twice about that actually can lead you to a injury or can lead to not good results or can lead you to just feel hopeless and want to quit because you just don't feel like doing it, right? So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, stretching. You know, stretching is a good thing. It makes you feel good. So I'm not trying to poo-poo anything. Like I said, I'm trying to steer you towards what is effective in the gym. So uh, when I say dysfunctional training, what I'm really saying is uh, we're going to talk about what's effective in the gym. So stretching. Stretching is good. It feels good. Uh, but a lot of people, when they stretch, they are stretching before their workout. You know, and that's so old school that's passe that's stuff that we used to do back in the 2000s you know this is 2023 now we should know by now that when we are trying to do anything that is vigorous you know anything outside of walking that you should do some kind of dynamic warm-up that dynamic warm-up can be something like a walk it can be something like are you lifting your knees into your body but what you're doing that dynamic warm-up for is in place of what, uh, what we were doing before when we were stretching. So when we were stretching back in the days, when you stretched before you jumped on the basketball court or ran out, well, you probably didn't stretch before. <laughs> you were the oldest 10-year-old if you were stretching before you went outside to play, right? So anyways, uh, so uh, when you were doing uh, like stuff and, uh, you know, maybe for organized sports or whatnot uh, with your friends, you know, maybe you're stretching back in the days. And now we know that that warm-up, that stretch that we do, that static stretch, is actually not only not beneficial, but is detrimental to your joint health. And the reason why that is, is because when you're doing a static stretch before you work out, what you're doing is you're essentially stretching out a cold rubber band, right? Your muscles are like, you can compare them to rubber bands. So whenever you extend your muscle or whenever you have an eccentric phase of your muscle, meaning that it gets longer, uh, it's going to contract and it's going to go in that concentric phase. It expands and contracts, just like a rubber band. It exa works exactly the same. Almost all your muscles look like a rubber band in that sense. There's some of them kind of move a little bit differently, but for the sake for the most part, all your muscles look like a rubber band. If you were to put a rubber band in a freezer and then try to pull it apart and contract it, it wouldn't take long before you had to, or before that rubber band snapped, right? You can imagine that rubber band snapping as your muscle uh, snapping. Now, the reason why your muscles don't immediately sh snap when you are uh, walking outside in the cold is because you have this thing called fascia. You have these ligaments and tendons that kind of hold it into place. Uh, but if you have a cold muscle, you're putting a lot of stress on those on the on the. Uh, ligaments and tendons that are holding your bone your bone to bone together and your muscles to the bone mostly to your tendons because your ligaments are your what connect your bone to bone so instead of doing the instead of putting stress on your muscles right instead of doing that static stretching before you work out what you want to do is like like i said a dynamic warm-up something that Optimally, when you're doing a dynamic warm-up, you want to do something that mimics what you're going to be doing in your actual workout. Now, if you don't know what you're going to be doing in your workout, uh, <laughs> something like tucking your knees into your body or just uh, laying on your stomach 
and uh, bringing your arms out to the side and trying to kick your opposite leg over to your hand and doing the same thing on your back. That's what we call a T-stretch here. Uh, but that's very beneficial, kind of getting your body moving, getting that blood flowing and keeping the, those joints healthy so that they can be prepared for what you're going to be doing in your workout. So that's like my number one pet peeve is when I see people stretching before they work out because that is it's terrible <laughs> and i i say i say it's terrible because i used to do it and i used to do it wholeheartedly and i used to swear by it and now i'm like yeah that wasn't so good <laughs> so uh, now we know that it's not a good thing and it you know it's pretty logical if you think about it that way uh, and the next thing i want to talk about is hydration okay uh, when you're working out you get hydrated you want to make sure that you are hydrated before your workout if you're already uh, looking to start hydrating when you're working out it's already too late. Now the thing is that there is a myth. Everybody says that you should get eight, eight, ounce, eight, eight ounce glasses of water. That is equivalent to 64 ounces of water. Uh, but the thing is that it actually depends on who you are and what your activity levels are. Now if you are like somebody that stays relatively hydrated, your body's probably used to a certain level of hydration and that would make sense. But if you're just getting started in your, in your hydration routine so to speak, then it's probably not a good idea to try to go into your eight, eight glasses, eight ounces. Uh, there was a lady not too long ago I th saw that it was reported uh, she died of hydroelectrolysis. I think that's what it's called. Uh, don't quote me on that. But essentially she died of drinking too much water. Did you know you could die from drinking too much water? Yeah, that's true. You can die from drinking too much water. And that, the reason why that is is because water essentially dilutes your cells, right? So when you dilute your cells, uh, you take out all that magnesium and potassium that creates those uh, electron um, alliances that like actually get you make your cells uh, balance out your uh, your pH and then if you have your cells all filled up with water then boom you you're done you die so uh, yeah I'm not saying stop drinking water don't be alarmed but just be careful of how much water you're drinking if you're seeing clear like they used to say back in the days uh, if you see clear in the tank that doesn't necessarily mean that's a good thing. You know, that might mean that you're overhydrated. Your body actually has a really efficient way of uh, tampering your hydration levels. So uh, if you haven't drank in a while, obviously just be aware of how much water you're drinking. But uh, don't try to, you know, overexert yourself when it comes to hydration. But do at least make sure you get two glasses of water a day. <laughs> I'm asking as a bare minimum, at least please get two glasses of water a day. And that water does not count as coffee. Coffee is not water. <laughs> and I can talk about that on a different on a different episode, but yeah, you gotta get your hydration in or otherwise you're gonna be in trouble. Uh, so the next thing we're gonna be talking about is judging yourself, all right? We're gonna go a little bit off the physical and we're gonna go into the mental. Yeah, that's one thing that is like, in my field, it's definitely huge, right? Like uh, personal trainers that maybe uh, may have some kind of uh, affinity for a specific uh, type of maybe look or training style or whatever it is, uh, you would judge yourself based on the fact that you may not f feel that you are you know, comparable to other people because of this, that, and the other uh, component to your workout routine or to how you look or whatever. And that's the worst thing to do. <laughs> that's the worst thing to do because then you can't shine your light on the world. See, the thing is that like, once you start judging yourself, then you start clouding what you can actually bring out to the table. You know, like we all want to see what's actually going on in your head. I swear to God, we all want to know what's going on in your head. You may not, you know, you, you may not think it, but there's a lot of people that are genuinely curious. If you have a good story, 
You know, I know everybody has a good story. So don't judge yourself because at the end of the day, you're just doing it for you. You know, remember who this is for. It's not about other people. It's not about what, you know, you may think other people might think about you. It's not about that. It's just about you and your health and getting that that oneness. I I like to say when I'm working out, having that oneness with yourself uh, because you really do tap into like a a different sense of... uh, consciousness i want to say when you're working out it just feels different it's hard to mimic but when you're working out it's just a whole different level of existence so uh don't take that from yourself by you know you starting to live externally you know get inside get inside yourself when you're working out and uh finally we'll finish this episode off here uh, i think it's the most important thing uh for you to just well when you're doing functional training Make sure you're training for what you want to do, right? It's very simple. You know, you got, it, it, <laughs> I got tongue-tied there. There's a lot of things that people can want to achieve from their workouts, right? I started the Gentle Fitness Company because, you know, there's a lot of people that literally don't know what they want for their fitness. They just essentially want to live a healthier and happier life. And that's fine for a lot of people. But there are some people that, you know, want to have a, uh, an athletic build. There are some people that do want to get uh, thinner and stay thin. There are some people uh, that want to get, like, super bulky and they want to uh, be like a, what do you call it, bulky meaning like, you know, a bodybuilder build, you know, like super muscular. And there's people that are training for like, you know, uh, Ironmans, there's people that are training for marathons, people training like myself back in the day uh, for powerlifting competitions, you know, again, myself for Ninja Warrior type trainings. And, you know, there's people that are trying to train for all kinds of stuff. And you can't follow somebody else's training regimen that doesn't align with what your goals are, right? I mean, they may have some really good exercises, and I'm not saying like, don't pay attention to other people, only pay attention to me. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that what you should do when you're really trying to like get into your workout routine is just find someone that, you know, kind of works for you and also has the same goals in mind, right? Even if it is just like, I want to get in better shape. (laughs) Find somebody that aligns with your goals and get with it, you know? And if you can't find somebody that aligns with your goals, obviously you can check me out at General Fitness Company. Uh, But you know, do some research and uh, make your own program. Have some fun with it. There's nothing better than creating something and using it, right? Like uh, when you make something, like in the in the kitchen, right? There's nothing better than like making a recipe, like off the top of your head, or even uh, making something that you saw on, online or whatnot. There's nothing better than creating something with your own hands, and then eating it <laughs> like a viking, savage viking <laughs> i was thinking about myself last night i had uh, made me a nice little rice and beans with a egg on top and i used to eat those back in the days so that used to be my dish back in the day but i kind of jazzed it up a little bit because now you know <laughs> i'm not struggling to keep the lights on so i uh, jazzed it up with a little sausage and uh, put some capers in it. Anyways, it was good. So, and I ate it like a, like a savage Viking. Uh, so, yeah, those are uh, like the, my rules to creating a functional training program rather than a dysfunctional training program. Is um, 
not as physical as one might think by uh, <laughs> what I said, but it's essentially, you know, you just creating a program that works for you and your philosophy, whatever that philosophy may be. Even if you don't have a philosophy, uh, like I said, you can check me out at generalfitnesscompany.com. We have a two week uh, free pro online program. And you can also just, like I said, just do some research and find what works for you, you know, and find some people that maybe, you know, maybe their personalities kind of piques your interest and you want to follow them and maybe from there you kind of go on your fitness journey and find other people and you know you could be like some of my clients uh, over the years that have uh, started from just going to the gym and then getting a little bit more curious and training with me and I have what is it six six of my six former clients of mine are um, personal trainers and they're actually really successful personal trainers too so yeah I mean you never know what you know where your journey might lead you so don't be afraid don't judge yourself and just get out there and give it your best all right thank you so much for listening I really do appreciate your your ears I do appreciate your time I, I love doing this and I want you to uh, you know encourage me to keep on doing it by leaving a rating or review you know that would really help me out with uh you know not the ego maybe a little bit on the ego but <laughs> more so uh the more comments and you know, the more reviews we get obviously the the more it shows up on the algorithm and the more people uh, can find us on the old, old interwebs you know uh, so yeah do that if you haven't done that obviously you know they can do the the usual you can share it let people know that you're listening to the general fitness company here at uh or the trx for talks uh, i still haven't gotten that name thing figured out we'll, we'll one of these seasons we'll figure it all out but yeah you know tell your friends that you're listening to what's going on over here and of course uh you should subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode comes out all right thanks again for listening i like i said i really do appreciate you and whenever you're listening i do hope you're having a good one and as always keep good company